When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. War Eagle Auburn fans, you are listening to the E2C Network, Auburn podcast produced by Auburn fans for the Auburn family. Whether you're a fan of Auburn, March Madness, the month of March, or even just pure and unbridled madness, I want to thank you for tuning into this special episode of the E2C Network, previewing the 2019 NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. Before we get into some shall we say, intriguing and even perplexing discussion for the tournament preview, I want to make you aware of a great opportunity for you, the listener, and a very special sponsor who made it all possible. Each year, we hold our E2C Network March Madness Bracket Challenge, where you can compete for bragging rights and a prize. All you have to do to enter this year's challenge is sign up on ESPN.com or download the Tournament Challenge app and join the group titled E2C Network 2019. That's the letter E, the number 2, the letter C, Network 2019. You can also find links on E2Cnetwork.com as well as our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram accounts. But you must be wondering, Kyle, what do I win? Because of course my bracket predictions are going to be 100% correct. Keep dreaming, my friend, but you might just be good enough to win a prize if your bracket is the best. Did I say prize? I mean prizes, because this year, our Bracket Challenge is presented by Anders Bookstore, located on Magnolia Avenue, in the heart of downtown Auburn. They have generously provided a gift card to not just the first place winner or the second place bracket, but the top three bracket predictors for the 2019 tournament. Speaking of Anders Bookstore, you know them and you love them. They are your one-stop shop for all things Auburn in the downtown area. Are you an Auburn student? Anders has you taken care of from cover to cover on textbooks and supplies to get you prepared for that rough semester ahead. Are you an Auburn Athletics fan? Look no further for the widest selection of game day gear you need to prove your blood runs orange and blue. The entire Auburn family can find something they will need at Anders Bookstore. Just follow that toilet paper roll you just threw at Toomer's Corner down West Magnolia Avenue and keep the celebration going. Love Auburn? Think Anders. And now, without further ado, join a couple of armchair bracketologists as we predict and prognosticate the March Madness of 2019. It's that wonderful time of year again, folks. No, it's not Christmas time. No, it's not football season. It is March Madness. 2019 is going to be insane. If it's not just because Auburn is yet again in the big dance this year, there is going to be craziness, literally madness, throughout everyone's bracket. Chances are your bracket will look about as good as a dumpster fire by the end of it all. We're going to talk about it here on the E2C Network tonight and talk about what we think is going to happen in the tournament. Some of us are going to make some very logical inferences about what's going to happen. Some of us are going to just make picks that basically they make about as much sense as an anthill and 
on fire, and that's about the best description hey, that I can give there. Don't make fun <laughs> of Drew. No, hey, no, I'm, no. I would say, I'm trying to figure out which one of us here is making logical picks. Well, there you go. There's my first two, or my only two co-hosts tonight uh, to talk about March Madness picks in our uh, Big Dance preview show. I have from our No Huddle podcast, which covers Auburn football in the network, Mr. Benjamin King, the, um, we'll call it eternal optimist of the show. SEC champs, baby. SEC champs is a very realistic thing, but I don't know that you'll be chanting NCAA champs by any of this for Auburn. What are you talking about? You know, I don't give away the ending. We're not giving away ending here. I think it's just (laughs) what people realize is we have to overcome. We'll get into more of that here in a second. Let's jump over to our second co-host of the night from stoppage time. The first, the only Auburn soccer podcast hailing from Oklahoma, Mr. Drew Hooper. Welcome in, buddy. Thank you. Have we realized the, the irony of the situation that Ben is the co-host on an oblong ball sport <laughs> and I'm the co-host on a ball that we only touch with our feet? And, so and here's the other we're thing. really qualified to make picks. It doesn't matter what sport you come from here. Everyone's got a hot take on what's going to happen in March Madness. Some of us, like I said already, are a little bit more logical about it. Some of us are just a little bit weird about it. And you can probably tell as we go through our brackets here who's going to be a little bit interesting in their picks and who's going to be a little bit more logical. Hey, fun fact, my bracket from last year is still hanging up uh, in my cube at work. And how? Just because. <laughs> and, oh, I never, I never crossed it off because in my mind, Auburn won. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you dream big, sir. You just keep swinging for those fences and don't let anybody tell you differently. I really. <laughs> hey, baseball's going well, too. So it is just bring it all in. We'll talk. We'll go ahead and talk about (laughs) baseball in here while we're here, too. Um, But before we get into the big dance here, Clint and I on Inside the Jungle are going to be covering the SEC tournament and your SEC tournament champions, Auburn Tigers, all of that on that episode. So make sure you come on over and check that out on Inside the Jungle as well. But I wanted to give these two guys the opportunity to speak on um, Auburn's season, Auburn's championship tournament run. Uh, if they wanted to. So we'll we'll start with you, Drew, tonight. What are your thoughts on Auburn and the championship and heading into the big dance? Two words that Clint Richardson will echo. I guarantee it. <laughs> Complete game. Yes. Start to finish. Best game Auburn's played all season, bar none. Played some of the most tenacious defense I've seen so far from any team in the country, but definitely just matched every haymaker Tennessee threw at them. And just continue to fight the whole game. Like with Harper having a down game and the way they came out and fought, never hung their heads. Just the swagger and energy they had about them was phenomenal all day today. I, I was just so impressed. And if that's the momentum we're carrying into the NCAA tournament, I, I, I believe Bruce should be pushing that unfinished business that not only was it unfinished business in the SEC tournament, but it's unfinished business in the NCAA tournament because they definitely are poised and can make a run. It's just a matter of which Auburn team is going to show up. And it's a matter of how good the teams in their region are going to be. We're, we're going to touch on a lot of that here in just a bit. And I think what you said is really good. They still have plenty of unfinished business. I wrote an article about that on the ETC Network today uh, talking about unfinished business doesn't start with the SEC championship it continues on into the tournament. And I agree with you that the momentum they're running right now, they're playing their best basketball at the end of the year. How how cool is it to watch this as opposed to last year where we were watching them just, just hit a valley at the end of the season and how depressing that was. I mean, this is when you want your team to be at their best, and they're showing that. Um, so what about you, Ben? What do you think about 
Auburn's run here at the end of the season and how it looks for them heading into the postseason. You know, perfect in March is something that you always want to do. And to come into this month with a little bit of shakiness within the you know SEC matchups we had prior and just play lights out week in and week out has been fantastic. And coming into the, the first SEC championship that we even made it to since 91 and winning the SEC championship, I know it's only a stepping stone, but we got to take a second just to realize how sweet this is. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Would you, and would you say perfect, it's as sweet as a Sweet 16, Ben? Uh, I would say that there's different levels within uh, within our unfinished business, sir. And <laughs> this is definitely a check mark, but there's definitely more to come as well. And, uh, you know, perfect in March and unfinished business, two things that we're working on. And uh, I'm so stoked to be, you know, having us not only in the bracket again, but to be playing our best basketball at the end of the season is just incredible. Yeah, I just I, I think back to last year and how depressing it was just to watch a team that you know it wasn't for a lack of effort, but just because the injuries, uh, the struggles they were facing at the end of the season, um, the lack of morale. It was just just disheartening to watch after such a great season, whereas we saw the polar opposite this year of a great start, a very, very rough middle, and then just an incredible finish for history, as you've already pointed out. The first time they've won the SEC title in too many years for me to count. It's not too many. 1985 <laughs> uh, was the last time with Sonny Smith. So that's an incredible run for the Tigers to be very proud of and to carry on over into the postseason play. So here's the challenge for us right now, guys. Now, this show is mainly about the big dance as a whole. And we're going to talk about our picks, our upsets, our wishful thinking, maybe in some areas. Um, We've got to try to take our orange and blue glasses off. Well, I mean, you don't have to, Ben. You can keep yours on all you want. but I live I, in these things. <laughs> um, I love to live in my orange and blue world. Uh, but sometimes I just want to peel them back a little bit, especially when it comes to the big dance, because it's such a there's a science to this. You know, you've got to pick a five losing to a 12, a six losing to an 11. I mean, at this point, as what we've seen, you've got to pick a 16 beating a one. Now, who thought we'd ever see that in our lifetimes? You have to consider all these <laughs> factors <laughs> when you're deciding who is going to make a run in this tournament. So. Nobody better think that a one is safe from a 16 anymore after last year. And let's kind of get into some of that here. Again, trying to keep our orange and blue glasses off best. We'll start by talking off about the first two rounds all in one. Now, I know that's a lot combined there, but if we went through all the games, honestly, we'd be here all night. So in general, let's start in the East for those first two rounds. And we'll start with Ben. You have any games for the first two rounds that you got your eye on upsets things like that? Uh yeah, for sure. So a couple of these are, you know, pretty easy. You're assuming that Michigan State and Duke will, will win their games. The the ones in the middle, of course, the ones where you see a little bit of hiccups and I'm going to say the Chokies will hiccup against St. Louis, whatever they are called, Bloomin' Demons or whatever. How did I know that was coming? <laughs> uh yeah, the uh, the two worst mascots in all of college athletics are playing each other, oh and the castrated turkeys are going down. You know, Ben, at some point you've got to let this thing go with the the Hokies. At some point, they're gonna do. You would th think, man. <laughs> you would think I would grow out of it or something. It's 
it's been over a decade since I've lived 45 minutes from Blacksburg, Virginia, but I don't know. It's I guess it's just part of me at this point. I don't know why I am even shocked by it at this point. You know, I look at that and I thought maybe Ben will just be, you know, honest and say, oh, Virginia Tech did pretty decent this year. They might make a run. No. FSU beat them. Yeah, uh, you might be a little bit surprised with me later on in the tournament. We'll we'll leave that for in just a minute. Ooh, um, dislike. Uh, <laughs> hey, we all got to make our you know strange uh, picks, and that might or may not be one of mine. Um, <laughs> anything else from the East in the first two rounds that you want to point out? Uh, SEC all the way for the the games where they're in. That's it. All right. Well, what about you, Drew? What sticks out to you for the first two rounds out of the East? Uh, really my big game one I wish Taco Fall from UCF would be able to beat Duke I just don't think they can uh, just because I enjoy the name Taco Fall and the fact that he's seven foot six but <laughs> I mean is what it is uh, I think my biggest upset is probably going to be that playing game to play Maryland I don't think Maryland's that great of a team I, I've watched Belmont and Temple both play I think they're they're really good teams play very sound hard defense and also are able to have kind of an inside out game so I have Belmont Temple whoever wins that game because I, I think they're both on kind of that same level I have them going all the way to the sweet 16 actually beating LSU man that's that's pretty impressive there uh, for me in this group I you know it's hard for me to really find a lot uh, to happen outside of what's expected to here I almost went chalk um, I did have one or two picks that I think uh, might surprise you. Uh, Minnesota, I have them beating Louisville. I also have, um, well, I guess if you talk to UCF fans, you know, they're supposed to win the national championship and everything. So <laughs> I wanted to give them a little bit of credit and say they were going to get past the first round, but I don't see it happening against VCU. VCU are just, they're made for the big dance. And I see them yeah, at least Yeah, but they've never met a seven foot six guy named Taco. I, yeah, like, and I, I grant you that. <laughs> I watched teams in the AAC play them this year, and like the first time you come up against them, you're just kind of shocked about what's going on. <laughs> but see, I don't think anyone's even met someone named Taco before, much less a, a guy of that size. So, yes, I, I think you have to factor that in, but there's a reason that they haven't done even better than they should have with a guy that tall. Um, he does not have to Taco. jump. He does not have to jump. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Literally, you just walk onto a court and just hold your hand up with the ball and just, you know, <laughs> just kind of dunk it in there. Um, that's that. I can't even put my mind around that, uh, about how tall that guy is. But yeah, I mean, I don't see UCF winning. Uh, I, I like VCU in March, um, and they've found ways to surprise people before. It wouldn't be really a surprise if they actually made a run because they've done it so often before. Um, but the other thing for me, and I, I will say this for the East as well, the rest of the tournament, my phrase, there are two things that I will always tell people when making out a bracket, never count on Gonzaga to go far and always <laughs> count on Tom Izzo. So that's a little foreshadowing to what's going to be happening a lot in my bracket. Um, we'll move on to the West and talk about the first two rounds. And we will give, uh, drew this time the first crack at the west in the first two rounds what you got over there that interests you well we'll make a side comment uh, it's good to know that you're not actually taking the bracket seriously this year not trying to win <laughs> kyle so at least you've given us all a great start on that i so am taking congratulations it to jessica on winning this year yet no, again <laughs> i am taking it seriously my friend you do not count out tom Izzo in march that's all i'm saying so my west bracket is I think the West is pretty straight up and down. I don't think that there's going to be many surprises in this bracket at all. And this is my only 
really no upset bracket until we get into time the later round. So my mine's everyone advancing that is supposed to advance out of this bracket in the first two rounds. I'm not surprised by that at all. I think this is going to be one that people have to really think hard to make some picks. Um, I'll, I'll talk about mine in a second. I did make a few that I thought were a little bit surprising for me even in this. Uh, but I think, what do you think about some of the bigger names that you have coming out of these teams? I mean, you've got Ja Morant with Murray State and then Mustafa Heron over at St. John's. I mean, do any of those interest you in terms of maybe an upset? I mean, like Murray State, I think could do it, but Ja Morant, I mean, like I'm a homer. I went to Murray State for a year. Like I think Ja, Mor- ja Morant really is a great player, but he is the only player on that team. And like Marquette is is pretty solid team, about seven deep. I, I just don't think he can do it alone. They're going to put up a good fight, but I just don't think they can do it alone. I think St. John's could, but also there's too many games where they're just up and down. I think Buffalo is actually a pretty solid team. Um, this is, like I said, this is my only real bracket where I see no upset. I see upsets that can happen, but I just don't think that they're going to happen because a lot of the higher ranked teams are actually pretty solid all around. Nevada is probably my biggest upset going to the Sweet 16 over Michigan. I think they're a really good team, and I just think that they were poorly ranked um, going into this. I think there are a lot of teams that were poorly ranked or mis- uh, misranked in some areas uh, that you could switch a couple things around. I think a lot of us were disappointed when – St. John's and Auburn were not going to be in the same region because we were all, so at least some of us were, were interested at least in the idea of Mustafa Heron reuniting with his old team and then us, you know, kind of showing him what's what. Um, I, I was interested. Not me. I, he can't play for us. I'm not interested in playing him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go over to Ben on this one. First two rounds. What are your takes on this? Similar to Drew's, or do you got a couple of upsets you want to mention? Uh, just a couple of upsets. Uh, look out, Gator Nation. Going to beat Nevada. But then lose Michigan, so that's fine. And uh, <laughs> then uh, not so fast, Lee Corso's team in South Florida State's going down to Vermont. Ooh, okay, oh. interesting. What what makes you think? Is it just a feeling, or do you have a reason behind that? Uh, the reason is I hate Florida State. <laughs> He's trying to come up with it right now. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, people are going to see Virginia Tech lose, and they're going to be like, ah, but Florida State beat them, and then Florida State's going to lose. So because of what There's people think about him. <laughs> it's, uh, I love your leaps and bounds and logic, Ben King, uh, hey, but I'll take it. It's you, you won't be laughing when it happens. Hey, I laughed. We're about at, to hear Kyle pick Florida State national champion. Hey, so let me just give it a second. I laughed at people saying there was going to be ever a one losing to a 16. And you, so you see, there is some validity that a Vermont could beat a Florida State there. So I'm not, I'm not like flabbergasted by that pick it's just not one that i would look for happening in this region now as i said for me in the west i thought this one should have gone chalk for me but that's where i tend to stray from the pack so to speak and when i say pack i mean nevada Uh, nevada doesn't get out of the first round for me i see a florida upset as well Uh, but then as ben already said getting thrashed by michigan Um, i do give mustafa heron and st john a little bit of credit give them the upset as well as ja morant and um, the Murray State Racers. Now, it that wouldn't even be a question if this game was played at Murray State because they have an incredible home court advantage, but it's not. It's neutral site. So I think that one's... I f- I'm uneasy about that upset pick, uh, but, you know, it, John Morant's quite a talent, and I want to give him some credit here. Um, so a little bit shocking for me as I look through the West and kind of look what a mess I made for myself in my bracket. And as you said, Drew, I, I should 
everyone should feel pretty comfortable after I looked at this. Yeah, I was about to say, like, <laughs> I mean, you're used to being wrong, so this really isn't a big shock for anyone. Wow. Mm. All right. Well, we're all getting along real well tonight. Let's move on over to the <laughs> South region uh, before things get even more heated over here. Uh, first two rounds. Ben, you're up first. Major games, upsets, storylines, anything you want to talk about? Uh, Oregon. I watched them actually play a game uh, while I was in Las Vegas earlier this week. There for Home Depot. And uh, look, look <laughs> Great pretty, plug. Great look plug. Look pretty solid. <laughs> no, whatever. You know, you need your home improvement done. You know where to go. <laughs> uh, another one. Uh, I love ODU, mainly because they beat Virginia Tech in Football. football. So I have to throw my bone. How do you work Virginia Tech hate into every single thing you do? How is that possible? Uh, uh, it's time for some know, counseling, Ben. Like I, maybe so, is, guys. It's gotten to a, a weird part. <laughs> but ODU beats Purdue. Uh, I also like the way that sounds, so that works. And then, uh, yeah, no, that's that's my two big ones. Oh, get stoked, Ben! You you need help, my friend. I mean, I I hate Alabama. I hate LSU. I hate Georgia. I hate you know USC, Florida. I've got a lot of teams I hate. I just when you live in what, what is that even called, like Mid Atlantic area, and you don't see an SEC person for days at a time. Whenever you run into one of our main enemies, you like want to give them a hug because it's like someone from you know at least your conference. It's a it's a weird. Never move up there. Never <laughs> does does weird things to you. I, I do will say this about your ODU pick. I, I do like them. Um, I didn't pick them myself, but I, I was struggled with that one. Uh, getting their first um, chance at the big dance in their new conference too, um, I thought was a big feat for them to overcome. So I do like that one. It's quite an upset, but uh, I don't see that going much further than that. Uh, what about you, Drew? The South for you. What's that look like? So this is my big chaos bracket. I, oh. I agree with Ben. I, I think Oregon is going to go through. They're very tough defensively. They may have lost Bowl Bowl, but I think they're a really good team. I've got them going all the way to Sweet 16. And I think UC Irvine's going to pull the upset. I think they're a really good team. And K-State just lost their top score to an injury who's going to be out during the tournament. So I think UC Irvine will at least get to that sec or to that round of 32 game. And the only other like kind of big shakeup I got is I've got Cincinnati going over Tennessee to the Sweet 16 as well. Interesting. Uh, I watched I watched them play quite a few times against Memphis and a couple other AAC teams. They're a tough team, and I think if they play with kind of that intense defense that we did today, it'll switch Tennessee off again, and they play with that intense defense all the time for Mick Cronin. So I think that's probably going to be an upset if they come in with that same intensity that we did today. I don't think there's much chance for anyone against Tennessee unless, just as you said, they do something similar to what Auburn did in the SEC championship game uh, in the tournament. So I think that's your your route to getting past uh, a Tennessee in that side of the South region there. Um, but I'm happy to hear that you've got a little bit of chaos here, and I, I will agree with your chaos to an extent. My biggest upset in this tournament, at least that I think it's my biggest upset, is UC Irvine over Kansas State. And simply for what you said, they lost their best score, kind of on a downswing there. There's there's usually a 13 that beats a four a lot of the time. So I tried to find that one at least, and that's the one I feel most comfortable with. So UC Irvine moving on to the round of 32 for me as well. I don't, anytime an eight beats or loses to a nine, I don't consider that a major upset. I have Oklahoma over Ole Miss. Um, what else here? Uh, I have Iowa over Cincinnati. I think you might disagree with that just a little bit there, Drew. So 
<laughs> well, Iowa came limping into the tournament. They only play about six deep, but you would not pick Oklahoma if you lived in Oklahoma because you didn't know this, but Oklahoma is Auburn's biggest rival because everyone here in Oklahoma talks smack to you because they hate the SEC and specifically Auburn because I'm the only SEC person that lives here, I believe. So they get one win over us in the Sugar Bowl. It's rough, I think isn't it? I mean, it's so, rough when you live in territory that's not your own. Yeah, walking around tonight at church just talking about the SEC championship and be like, oh, you all went out in the first round of your tournament? How does that feel? It was, <laughs> it was a wonderful feeling. Hey, before we leave the South, any question that Virginia might not uh, choke again? Yeah, it could happen. Gardner-Webb? Uh, come on. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, who did they lose to last year? I don't know, but it was worse uh, than Gardner-Webb. Exactly. I mean, the UMBC Terriers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What a pool. I, I don't think – nice Garter Webb has a shot. We've been wrong before. Um, but I'll say this much. I think uh, UC Irvine has a better chance of making a run to the Final Four than Gardner Webb has a chance. Gardner Webb is 14 and 18, and their last 12 games are 4 and 8. So you could say that they're on the up and up. <laughs> In a way, from a certain point of view, you could say that's happening there. Um, yeah, so glad to hear there's a lot of uh, thought process in, in the South region for us here that there could be some a little bit of chaos happening. I love chaos in a region. It's it's boring when everything goes chalk. So with that, let's move on to the Midwest first two rounds, and we'll start with you, Drew, on this one. How do you see this one playing out? Uh, I believe this is the most atrocious region that the NCAA has ever put together. Like, <laughs> you win the SEC, and then they're just like, hey – Let's give you a shot at North Carolina. Let's give you a shot at Kansas. Let's give you one of the best three-point shooting teams in all the nation for your first-round game. Oh, and also, your old friends, Kentucky, that beat you to a pole. Houston's really good defense. I'm just a little bitter at the Midwest region. Uh, <laughs> the biggest upsets I see, and this is my orange and blue glasses that I have on, just for sheer hope, is that I believe Northwestern can beat Kansas. Uh, why? I don't really know. Uh, but just in my head, logically, that's how I've had to kind of play it out to sleep better at night. Okay. Uh, because I'd rather face Northeastern than Kansas. Uh, <laughs> I do have Auburn winning, by the way. Um, and then, yeah, that's really the only crazy game I've got going on because we all know Washington's trash. So I don't see them being Utah State. So that's about all I got. Well, here's the thing. I would love to see a rematch between Auburn and Washington just for us to be beat them a third time in something in a matter of a year. I think that would be entertaining <laughs> of itself. Um, so that's kind of I, I highlighted that one, and I will say just to I, I know I'm gonna I usually wait to give mine, but I, I picked Washington to win one as an upset, which would be a major upset in the eight and nine position. I feel like, and I, I have this outside hope that we'll get to meet them, but that means we've got to win our first two. And well, that means Washington's got to learn how to shoot the ball over the next four days. It means like North, that's a that's a big ask. And it means you know uh, North Carolina's got to figure out how to stop playing so good at the end of the year as well. Uh, so that's that's more than likely not going to happen. What about you, Ben? What do you think about the Midwest region? All that's going on in that. Uh, yeah, this this sucks. Uh, we'll just <laughs> throw that out there. But uh, the two that I have is Washington as well. Uh, I I watched some of their game and. That they're not very good, but still, they they can at least give us hope to play them again. But they're going to get stomped by North Carolina. Uh, the other one I have is Georgia State, uh, not for any particular reason, because you know I don't even know what they're doing in basketball. But I uh, have some friends that go there, and it's the hometown team, so I'll give them a little bit what of the, a, what the world. Have you watched Houston play? 
Uh, like, I don't care. No, like I'm not. You, okay, Ben. Uh, like, just I, I'm normally fine with your random picks. You got to watch, like, go back and recheck that Houston tape. Well, yeah, they're gonna have a legendary bad game. <laughs> wow, I did not see that one coming from Ben, and he's made some wild accusations in the in the past. So that's uh, I I have a dogmatic opinion, and uh, Georgia State's winning, dude. Sure, why not? I mean, if if some butts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Um, let's. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you, I'm, gracious. I'll just gonna... age five years with that pick. Come, please. <laughs> um, okay, for me in the Midwest, uh, I already mentioned Washington. I see them at least getting out of that first game. Um, outside of that, I don't know why. Ohio State versus Iowa State just for some reason intrigues me, and I for some reason put – Iowa State into the second round, but you know, pretty the much. sixth seed that makes sense. Yeah, that's not an upset. <laughs> if you were gonna say Ohio State, I was gonna boo you. No, I no, did I say that wrong? See, look, they're very similar. No, you I said meant, Iowa. I meant Ohio State. I, I said that wrong. <laughs> okay, so I need to leave the podcast. <laughs> yep. There's the door. Set. I gotcha. Um, but here's the thing: I make up, and I'm very strategic when I usually make upsets like that that just look dirty. They usually are losing in the next round, so I kind of cover myself a little bit. Yeah, said so Georgia State. Ben, no, just go back <laughs> over in your corner. Go over there. You're not out of the corner yet. Okay. Uh, Houston thrashing Ohio State in that second round. Um, yeah, so sorry I mixed up the Iowa-Ohio, but you know you can see where that kind of got mixed up there. Uh, Seton Hall, I do love Seton Hall as a program. I don't know if they are talented enough to beat Wofford, but I have them upsetting there. And then I, I think this is pretty much North Carolina and Kentucky's bracket to, to win here. Um, you know, Auburn's done crazier things this year as we just got done witnessing. Um, so there's potential they could get past this week's team, which is where I have them. Outside of that, I think this one pretty much comes down to a one and two at the end of it. Well, I guess there's my preview to that. But we'll move right along then and talk about the East. We'll mark, make our way back up there. And why don't you start us out, uh, Drew, tonight on this one. Your sweet 16 for the East and play it out for us in your head down to the final four. All right. So unpopular from Ben's point of view, I have Duke Virginia tech <laughs> in the top of my sweet 16. And then I have that Bel- that Belmont temple matchup. I think it's probably going to be temple that gets that run. It's going to be Michigan state. And then my uh, elite eight is going to be Duke and Michigan state with Duke advancing uh, to the final four. I just think Duke's too good. Like I hate to say that. And it, makes me feel like I need to go take a bath afterwards, but I, I just think Duke's too good right now. I think that they're just playing on a whole nother level. And as much as I hate ESPN's coverage of Zion Williams, he is legitimately the real deal and a, just a lights out player and they've got good pieces around him. So I think barring injuries, I think Duke's going to be advancing to the uh, final four out of that bracket. And that was going to be my big question for you. Do you think Zion Williamson can, can last that long? Can his shoes glasses? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Nike made him a special shoe because uh, athletes in college aren't supposed to get special preferential treatment or anything like that, or yeah, any yeah. gifts. But um, you know, got a shoe, so we're good to go. Uh, <laughs> not, made not both specifically shoes, for shoe. him. No, made specifically for him. Like, uh, yeah. So glad he didn't get any preferential treatment. But I believe, um, for Nike's sake, that he will last through the tournament. Yeah, if Nike... and ESPN sake. If Nike doesn't want to have any more bad PR this year, they they've got to uh, find a way to make sure that man stays up on his feet and stays healthy. Because I I, I don't know who would be in worse trouble, 
the Duke program or Nike if Zion Williamson goes down again because of the shoes or something like that. Um, I'm not surprised that you made the Duke pick there. I think that's the one that a lot of people are going to have a hard time not putting in the Final Four. Um, so I, I think it's a safe pick on your part. But if you had to say, Drew, somebody else was more the most likely, other than Duke, to get out of there, well, who would it be? Uh, I I don't think it should be Michigan State, but I think it is. I, I think Krzyzewski's proven, though. I think if he gets past that second game, yeah. he he goes to the Final Four. Um, you you got to catch him in those first two games. Otherwise, that team's going to roll. Um, so I, I, I just don't think anyone else in that bracket matches up well against him. Uh, they're just a matchup nightmare. I think until you get to the Final Four, uh, that they're not really going to have a hard matchup in that bracket. If LSU can figure out what in the world they're doing again, I think LSU could give them a game. But besides that, I don't even think Michigan State will really give them a game out of that bracket. If LSU can, you know, figure out how to do things without cheating, you know, they might not be in this mess. But that's besides. Well, that's just Will Wade. That's just Will Wade. (laughs) Just cares. Uh, All right, Ben, let's go over to you now. Play it down in the East for me, from Sweet Sixteen all the way down to the Final Four in your head. All right, Uh, Duke, Mississippi State, Duke on top, four Bulldogs. Michigan State versus the cheating LSU. Uh, Michigan State on top. Duke beats Michigan State, goes to the Final Four. Okay. So you agree with him on the Duke pick? I do. Does that make you feel dirty all uh, over? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, when I have to say the name Zion, I just think of the Matrix, and it gives me a little bit of that nostalgic feeling. So <laughs> it's, it is it is what it is, man. He's one of the best players in uh, college basketball, if not the best. So. And let me just say this, too. He doesn't look like he should be. I mean, yeah, he's a big body dude that can just push people around with the size alone. But I equate him to Michael Carrera from South Carolina, who, you know, probably is still playing there. We just didn't see him this year. I think I look at these type of guys. I'm like, you shouldn't be good at basketball. You don't look like you're in shape. But somehow you move so gracefully <laughs> through the air with that amount of poundage on you. How do you do that? I don't understand that. But he is what he is. Arguably the best player. Because he's uh he's the chosen one with in the matrix well i guess so zion he's, he's at least the chosen one of espn here let me give you guys well, yeah my picks here of uh how it breaks down from sweet 16 to the final four in the east um i do have duke beating virginia tech in the sweet 16 so there you go ben you can be happy about that i at least don't have them going past that i have ellis there was sad yeah well i have to you know give you a little bit of grief <laughs> lsu versus michigan state um, I have Michigan State. Don't count out Tom Izzo. Izzo. Uh, Duke versus Michigan State. Don't count out Tom Izzo. Michigan State into the final four. You're, wow. you're higher than a kite. You need to go watch basketball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have been told that many times, but Tom Izzo has gotten me to the final four too many times for me to count him out. So <laughs> that is my pick. Uh, we got... Two Dukes and one Michigan State for our bracket challenge so far in the final four. Um, They have qualms with my pick, but that's why they're wrong. We'll move on to the West region. Ben, you go first this time. Sweet 16 down to final four for me. All right. So uh, the team that you you hate, who I had playing Auburn in the national championship in my mind last year, uh, Gonzaga versus my Cinderella story. The Vermont Catamounts. Wow. Uh, <laughs> for the first game, Gonzaga beats them. And then Texas Tech versus Michigan. I can't pick Big Blue, so Texas Tech. And then uh, Gonzaga goes on to play Duke. 
one on one. Yikes. Mm. I, 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 mm. I, I don't know. I how. like Gonzaga. I don't know why you guys hate them so much. Because I mean, they've let me down too much. No, they've, they've definitely choked in the years. You past, play in the WCC and you cannot you know even win your own conference championship. I Yeah. <laughs> I love. I the got na- a point there, but still. <laughs> I, I love remember, the name Gonzaga. I love. It's like five years back they were incredible or something like that. So yeah, five years back when they kept choking. Uh, Gonzaga you know as a name, oh. I love. But every time I count on them, they let me down. And every time I don't, they do something that most people aren't expecting. So well, good. I, You're not counting on them, so they're gonna take it all the way to the final four. And that's fine. But I just never, you know, learn. I've learned to not even consider them and just put them somewhere losing in the mid of the tournament because it's more than likely going to happen. I mean, chances are they're going to be the sixteen, the uh, sixteen seed upset this year, for all I I know. But <laughs> anyway, I, I think you're stepping out a little bit there with your Vermont pick uh, to the Sweet Sixteen. But hey, everybody's gonna announce, baby. Hey, uh, you know, I, I'm not judging. I'm just saying it's it's a little bit of a step out for me. Um, what about you, Drew? The West, what you got going on there? Uh, Gonzaga will lose to Florida State. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech will beat Nevada. And Texas Tech will go on to the Final Four. Chris Beard is a phenomenal coach. Texas Tech is a very good shooting and defensive team. And Florida State tends to get lost shooting the ball at times. Florida State is good enough to always progress into that mid-tournament, too. But then they, it really turns into that aspect of their athletes. They're not basketball players, and it always shows in this part of the tournament. And so I think Texas Tech's going to get into that Final Four over Florida State. I have to say, um, you and I agree a lot in this one, and this is the, right, so this I is will the change my pick. <laughs> <laughs> Changing now, scratching out. <laughs> um, you know, this is my more chaotic bracket for myself. I think yours and, and Ben's was mainly the South. Uh, but for me, the West has a lot of chaos in it to some degree. Uh, but I think it's interesting that we have very similar picks by the end of it there. You seem to be in the same line of thinking as me that you can't count on Gonzaga. Florida State just finds a way to get through year in and year out. Um, you know, if I had to really reach out there and make a pick for a team that I could su- see surprising everybody and going all the way. I think Texas Tech, for whatever reason, has an opportunity to do that. Will it happen? No, but I think there's a shot there. And then Michigan. I mean, Michigan's just found a way um, each year to be in that one, two, or three seed, and uh, they continue to at least get to the Sweet 16 most years. Um, so for me, I have Gonzaga and Florida State. Florida State upsetting Gonzaga. Texas Tech versus Michigan. Texas Tech upsetting Michigan. This is my only uh, Elite Eight where it's not chalk. I have Florida State and can Texas Tech. Texas Tech goes on to the final four for as the three mm. seed. And I, I, I'm worried that I didn't. Well, I'll leave that for just a second here. But uh, any qualms with that, guys? Sure, not really. <laughs> I didn't think you would, but I figured Ben had something to say about Gonzaga not being in my final four i i love it please because that means my pick is even better well yeah we'll see we'll find out sir (laughs) (laughs) all right let's move right along to the south region your chaotic regions and this time drew you get the first crack at it sweet 16 to final four what you got uh virginia will be oregon because oregon has finally gotten to the point where they're not as good as the teams they're facing anymore 
<laughs> Cincinnati will take a loss to Villanova. Villanova going over Purdue into the Sweet 16. Villanova just shoots the lights out. Uh, they're not the best team, but Cincinnati is also not the best team either. And yeah, so someone's going to lose. Uh, I would so hope so. <laughs> Virginia Villanova. And I got Virginia going because Virginia is just a good defensive team. They're good enough to make the final four. I don't think they're good enough to win a national championship at all. As weird as that sounds, they're, you're good enough to get close, but you're not good enough to go all the way. Does a little of that come from last year with the whole sweet, or I keep saying sweet, but uh, the 16 seed upset. Are you still a little bit hurt by that? No, it, it's just the fact of their system. Their system's really good, but if they don't play from the lead, they cannot catch up. They just do not have the players to do it. They play such a slow, defensive, methodical system. It is great whenever they get out and jump on you and are able to kind of keep that buffer the whole time or even stay within a basket of the game. But if they get down, they're, they're kind of done and dusted. And a lot of these games are turning into five, six, seven point leads, and the game is just flip-flopping back and forth so much that it just doesn't suit Virginia style, I don't think. No, I do agree with you. I think they will make a run, but how far is the biggest question here? And uh, let's hope that they don't have it happen to them twice in a year where they get majorly upset by somebody because I don't know if they can, as a program, take that uh, two years in a row. Uh, ben, what about you? What's the South look like? I'm kind of scared to ask, but what does it look like for you? Yeah, so I agree with Drew. Uh, Virginia over Oregon. Oregon made a nice run. UVA is not choking this year. Uh, I have Villanova versus Tennessee and have Tennessee top and Nova to go into the Elite Eight. And then uh, between the two, UVA versus Tennessee, UVA redeems himself from last year and makes it to the Final Four. All right, so we've got a redemption story building for the two of you there. I, I find it interesting that you, you give a little bit of love to Virginia, but not Virginia Tech. Hey, orange and blue, baby. It's it's <laughs> not even the same orange and blue, though. Like it's, it's like, It is, actually. It's, it's Petrie not... went there. Petrie coached at UVA. It's it, it, ours, the colors. It's ours is better. I mean, come on, you know, I, I, they're copycats. Is all it is. That's I'm, all I'm saying. I'm, I'm pretty sure he brought the colors. Uh, this besides the point, Ben. We're not. We're not going to talk about. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. Um, I see you giving a little bit more love to Tennessee than Drew did. Um, do you really think that they have what it takes to make a run? You know, I think they're a little butthurt right now, and uh, they they had a really good run in the middle of the season. I think that they just got stomped today. And they're going to, you know, come back to at least take on the number one team. It it could look, you know, like we'd have another rematch, Auburn, Tennessee, in the Final Four. But no. Nah. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's a little bit. You're, you're reaching real hard now. A, uh, you know what? <laughs> you know what? We'll just see. Madness uh, will tell. Yeah, time will tell. And it, time will tell that you're wrong again. Um, but <laughs> Virginia is not a, a bad picks by both of you coming out of the South here. Now, again, I will differ with both of you here. I do have Virginia versus Wisconsin in the 16. Virginia gets the win. I do have Purdue versus Tennessee. Tennessee gets the win. Tennessee upsets Virginia to make it to the final what? four for me. I have a lot of respect for Admiral Schofield, Grant Williams, uh, whatever respect it's doesn't win games. I understand. Kyle. I nope. understand. Uh, you win a lot of respect for me, and just kind of pull at the heartstrings here when you go on live television. Obviously, giving the glory to God first, but also uh, bringing recognition to the Auburn and Lee County community for everything they've been through the past couple of, of weeks with the tornadoes and, and terrible weather they had and the death and destruction. Uh, so credit goes to them. 
Grant Williams, in my opinion, is the only one that stands a chance of being in the same argument as best player in the nation uh, with Zion Williams. So Grant Williams, Admiral Schofield, whatever his first name is, Bone, who can shoot the lights out of the ball. I really do think they have the team to make it to the final four, but will they have such a poor turnover performance like they did against Auburn? And credit goes to Auburn for their defense, but Tennessee made some pretty stupid turnovers as well. Um, I think they got that out of their system and they're going to make an incredible run here, which will make me even prouder to have beaten them twice in the same season and beaten them on the biggest stage in the SEC. So for me, Tennessee, you guys are going with the one seed for Virginia there. Um, Can you at least give me a little bit of credit? It's not the furthest thing. I'm not picking, you know, something like Ben has done with, what was it? Catamounts, Vermont? Catamounts, baby. You got to give me a little bit of credit for Tennessee at least having the possibility of making it. No, I'll give you no credit. Okay, well, nope. fine. It's fairly will, safe. I, I don't need your credit. We'll move right along. <laughs> Midwest. Uh, let's see. It's you, Ben, isn't it? Midwest, Sweet 16, to the Final Four. What you got? So uh, Auburn's fighting through the gauntlet here. And having uh, – let me go back. Good gosh. <laughs> having beaten Kansas, uh, we take on North Carolina. And the Tar Heels come out swinging. If Ben, if you Beat say what down, I'm about, baby. if I, what I think you're about to say, I'm going to bang my head against this desk. Don't you say it. Auburn beats North Carolina. Oh god, Ben, and, I love uh, you. I love your heart. Shut but, up. But you're wrong. I'm not done. Okay. Oh god, uh, no. Georgia State Panthers oh, having gosh. beaten don't Houston. Be oh, <laughs> is playing Kentucky. They don't beat Kentucky. Okay, thank but you. the the Panthers versus the Wildcats play into. The Elite Eight, Kentucky takes on Auburn. Auburn goes the Final Four. Don't you do it to me, Ben. No. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Drew, you can't say anything about my Tennessee pick now. So, North Carolina facing Auburn in the Sweet 16. I also have Auburn going to the Elite Eight. You are all on something that has not even been known to the public yet. What are y'all smoking? I'm sorry. So, here's my defense for that. Uh, Auburn matches up very well with North Carolina, height-wise, positional-wise. We have a deeper bench. I think North Carolina has a very good team, but I think if Bruce can get them up to play a game such as they played today, I I find it hard to find a team in the country that's going to match us. I don't think we'll be able to repeat fully that performance, but I think if we can get about an 85% of that performance, I, I do think Auburn can make a very deep run no matter what teams we're going to have to run this gauntlet on. Well, let me say this about the whole Auburn making a run thing. They have, we, there will be no question in my mind they have the capability to do it. They just went four straight games in the SEC and took down perfect Giants. In March. They're perfect in March as, up to this point. Can they do it? Yes. But can and will are two different words there. I don't see them beating Unfinished North Carolina. business. I think they've got a little bit, you know, with Roy Williams and what he's been having to deal with, with his health this year, I think there's a little bit of that, let's win one for Roy because we don't know how much longer he's going to be coaching. So I think they've got kind of got that on their side. Auburn's got unfinished business, as you said, Ben. They've got that on their side. These kids have known Roy Williams for a year. Like, it's not like they're fourth-year seniors or something like that. I I know, but I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, and they, they won one. They beat Washington. I yeah. know, but it's just it's like, <laughs> let's win another one for the guy who's struggling. Anyway, hey, why don't you go root for Alabama in the NIT then, Kyle? <laughs> I sound like Chandler Fullman now, don't I? 
Good night. Here. Well, I think Bruce should be fired after winning an SEC championship. Hey, Paul, I, I need you to fire Bruce. He didn't. He didn't beat him by enough. Uh, only had a twenty. I'm gonna be point. stopping by the live chat tomorrow, ripping you up. Please do, sir. <laughs> Anyone's welcome. Mondays at eight o'clock Eastern time. Come rip me a new one, as you guys do anyway. Uh, but yeah. So Ben, again, as I said, I love your heart, buddy. Drew, you better not let me down and, and say Auburn's in the Final Four. Don't you do it to me, sir. What do you got? I have Kentucky versus Houston. I actually have Houston winning that game. Okay. Uh, because I watched them play. They are easily one of the most tenacious defensive teams I've ever watched in my life. Uh, Kelvin Sampson does these things called practice battles where like they literally come to fistfight blows in practice because they're competing so hard for their spot. They get so many turnovers. Uh, I, I think they're a good. They're a great size match for Kentucky. They'll get in Kentucky's face. They'll rattle them because they're a very experienced team. And I think they'll go to the Elite Eight to face Auburn. And I honestly think from there, Houston's going to go on to the Final Four. Uh, I do mm. think that's a really good pick there. Um, I, I have a hard time getting Houston myself further along than you have. But um, if, if there's a team, kind of, I feel like you've made a similar pick um, in your feelings about Houston that I have to Texas Tech. For whatever reason, because of some in- things that you can see with some intangibles because of matchups, that Houston could be the ones showing up in the Final Four. And I would not be shocked to see that out of this. I, I don't know, guys. Look, I, I'm known for being the eternal optimist. Not to the extent of Ben, but to some degree an, an optimist. <laughs> I want so bad for Auburn to make another run. But it's a lot to ask them to, to make the run they did in the SEC. After only a week off, go and play one of the best shooting teams in New Mexico State. Then have to take on Kansas. Then you got to go beat North Carolina. Then you've got to go on and beat Kentucky or Houston or maybe someone else. If someone can, no, no one else is going to get out of there. Uh, gosh, man, uh, did you give us your uh, Houston was your pick? Auburn was for Ben. Um, I'm still. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I put Houston there too. Because I think Auburn can beat Houston too, but oh, at yeah. that point, at that point in time, I, I think Auburn may just be out of gas. Yes, uh, to be quite honest, and. I worry we're going to cop an injury somewhere in the stretch. Uh, I mean, Wiley's obviously susceptible. Malik Dunbar, I don't know how many shots he can take to the floor. I mean, that kid's just been getting laid out. And then Horace Spencer, I think, I gets punched say. in the mouth literally every game. I mean, he literally uh, has gashes every game, and then he gets no fouls called on him. So. But we basically so, have two starting lineups. I mean, we do. That's that's where I think Auburn's going to be able to make a great run is the fact that they are deep. There are no other deep teams. Uh, really, besides Houston in college basketball, everyone else plays like a six, seven man bench. Goodness, uh, like we'll toss out Cole Blackstock, not even care. <laughs> <laughs> and not even care. Um, look, I think we all agree on this that yes, Auburn is in the crappiest region that has ever been, maybe not ever been created, but that of this year and probably for a couple of years now. Um, pretty vicious. Not a good draw for them at all. We all agree on that. I think we all agree that the capability is there for Auburn to make a run. But besides Ben, I think we all have a little logic and say this team has just done so much. It's You factor in injuries, other things. It, it's a lot to ask them to get to the Final Four. But again, When do, when do you have Auburn going out? I, I hear you go. Your lack of faith is disturbing. Here's yeah, I mean, because like, I feel like Ben and I are cheering this on, and you're trying yeah. to like tag on to the ship saying, I, well, I, I think we can get there sort of but i'm not gonna say we are i will be happy to say 
that I only have them going to the Sweet 16. I, I, I'm Debbie Downer this year. They get beat by North Carolina. I have Kentucky beating Houston, and I have North Carolina in the Final Four. Um, I All like right, the- let's let's make a bet. Let's make a bet right now, Kyle. <laughs> I like uh, it. If Auburn makes Are it to the supposed Elite to bet? No, if Auburn makes it to the Elite Eight, uh, Chris Todd has to go up on the wall behind you. Um, oh yes. For the rest of the year. I, I will make uh, no such bet with that with that man's name. I'm sorry. What? Well, that You're... that that's putting your money where your mouth are, where your mouth is. Go back over to Tuscaloosa, Kyle. That's about all I got <laughs> yep. to say to you tonight. No faith. Uh, I'm sorry, no I'm making your own you... picks. You know, I no I know. Faith in your Auburn Tigers. I know that you guys are frustrated. I get it. Uh, I'm just trying to be somewhat realistic here. Um, I thought we were. I thought we were an Auburn Tigers podcast, not we, a whatever. We are. <laughs> we are collectively. Not in North of us... Carolina. Some of us like to be a little realistic, so I, I I will say this: I'll be happy to be wrong if Auburn makes it out of the Sweet Sixteen. Can well let's let's have this conversation real quick, and we're I, we're supposed to be talking about the big dance as a whole, and we're spending a lot of time on Auburn. But what do you guys <laughs> what do you guys think about this? Is it a disappointment for Auburn's performance in the big dance if they don't make it to the Sweet Sixteen? What do you think about that? Yes, yes, unfinished business. Yep. Is it a dis- oh, this seems far too talented? Is this team- yeah, absolutely? Is it a disappointment if they don't make it to the Elite Eight? Mm, I, could, I, could I wouldn't be say okay with that. Yeah. Okay. So I, just because they have, of who they'll have to face. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough road. If you line I mean, us honestly, up against Gonzaga and we lose to them, then I'd be a little bit disappointed. Okay. See, <laughs> so you and I agree on a lot of the finer points of this bracket, Drew, just not no, some of the major ones. No, Kyle, I don't want <laughs> no. my name in your mouth. Look, getting past Kansas is not going to be easy. Uh, by any stretch, okay. I think it will be actually. I don't, I don't know. Because Kansas got be two, two, two big losses right now. That doesn't it, mean anything when it comes to the madness. Well, look, we didn't want to see Kansas as our second potential opponent if we both get past the first round. Um, but I think there are a lot worse options for us in the second round than Kansas too. I'm glad. I, I doubt we're going to beat them by 20 points. Let's just say that. Yes, yes, I do. I agree with that. Um, I think I'm glad we all can agree that Sweet 16 is the expectation for the team this year. Anything less than that would be a disappointment. Um, we're not talking about firing a coach or anything like that. No one's calling for that. Uh, no matter how much they want to paint me in the corner and say that I'm saying that. Uh, but <laughs> Sweet 16 for Auburn, I think, is a must. Whether they get past that is a different story. So let me recap what we have here so far as we're kind of rounding out our show. Final four for everybody. For If I have this right, if I, or if I, I got something wrong, make sure you correct me. Ben has Duke, Texas Tech, Virginia, and Auburn. Is that correct? Duke, Gonzaga, Virginia, Gonzaga. Why did I, I switch you guys around? Okay, Duke, Gonzaga, that's what it was. This is Ben, and this is Drew. Yep, I'm all ones and a five. Drew's like, no, don't you like put that in on me. Don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> Duke, Gonzaga, Virginia, Auburn. Is that right? That is correct. Okay, that's Ben. Duke, Gonzaga, Virginia, Auburn. Drew was Duke, Texas Tech, Virginia, Houston. Correct? Correct. And for me, final four, Michigan State, Texas Tech, Tennessee, North Carolina. Who wants first crack at this? I'm just I'm just going to pick. We'll save the most entertaining for last because we're going all the way down to your champion. Drew, you get first crack at this thing. Final four to the big winner. Let's just say you believe in Tennessee more than you do Auburn. I found that hilarious. Oh, no, don't you do, don't you do that. <laughs> 20 point, yeah. 20 point losers in the SEC championship. Yeah. They can get to the, they can March get to the final four or whatever. I respect them. Yeah. That's all it is. I, I like the Good way. gracious. 
That's all I'm saying. Respect Auburn. Respect you Auburn. Know, Put some respect on that SCC you know, champion Bruce name. Came from Tenney, and uh, he upgraded when he came to Auburn. Yes, so. he did. Yeah. Well, you're you're you know saying Tenney's the best right over here. So I'm not right, saying I'm making the, the pick. best. Uh, it's my heart. Final four. For I'm making the pick. Duke Virginia championship. I think Duke's going to win it all. Uh, 68-54 is my final score. Man. Uh, not a not a shocker there. I think a lot of people see a great defensive team like Virginia and Zion. You know, I mean, that's basically all you need to say for Duke this year. And it, Coach K as well. I mean, like you said earlier on, Coach K gets past that second round. He just finds a way to the Final Four or the championship. Um, so I think it's a very good and safe pick for you to make. If you had to pick someone else winning it, who would it be? Auburn. Oh, gosh. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I thought we were going to get to the ridiculous stuff in a second. But all right, Ben, your turn. Final four to champion. Who do you got? Uh, this is not ridiculous. Uh, Duke is going to beat Gonzaga. Goes to the championship game. UVA and Auburn, orange and blue all over the place. Your Auburn Tigers are victorious. I can't Going even... to the national title. I can't Dude, if Auburn faces Virginia, they would annihilate them, Kyle. Like, Virginia cannot there. catch up. Okay. Uh, 16 seed last year, and Auburn's gonna gonna wipe the floor with those Commodores. Whatever they are, I don't even know. Who cares? Uh, I'm scared. Zion, Cavaliers. Last one. Cavaliers. Whatever, man. Whatever. I don't care. I didn't rematch. know there were seven those guys. <laughs> Maui rematch. Yes, Maui rematch. And for those who may have gotten confused with my references earlier, the city of Zion is the the place within the Matrix. And Zion is the chosen one from ESPN and everyone else. But Zion and his dookies are going down, baby. He did not Auburn just pick it. National title. Why am I shocked? 81. <laughs> it's going to live on my cube, regardless of if it's true or not, for the next no sh- 12 No shoe's going to save him. <laughs> Taking it all, baby. I don't Perfect know why... Much. I'm shocked, Ben. I, I really don't. I really thought... Hey, you asked me to come on here. <laughs> it was a big mistake. I regretted it now. I, I made this call back in February that I wanted to do this with Ben, and I, I don't regret any minute of that. Oh, appreciate it. I, I like the love from one side of this podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if only Tr- if Tristan could be here on this show, right? Do you know how bad he'd be chewing into you right now? He'd, he'd be mad that I didn't choose Houston. <sighs> Look. I'm just I, ready to hear your Tennessee national championship no, pick, Kyle, no, your justification no, for it. No, no. Okay, I'm sick here. All right, uh, so we got a logical pick uh, with Duke from Drew, and then a a beautifully optimistic but wrong pick for Auburn from Ben. As much as I want it to be true, and you know, Kyle, 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 didn't you write an Auburn Unity article in the fall? You know, where are you now? You know, you know what? Just that's not part of this. That's about football. Uh, but anyway. Um, for me, Final Four, I have Texas Tech falling to Tom Izzo's Michigan State Spartans, sending them into the national title game. I have North Carolina versus Tennessee. North Carolina and Roy Williams go on to the national championship game. I'm pretty sure you just changed that. Nope. Tennessee, I'm looking at it right here. I've got it, I've got it saved <laughs> on my computer. You can come i don't know you can fly over here if you want to and it's it's a pretty expensive trip just to look at a pdf but um for me tar heels versus spartans two sayings in college basketball don't count on gonzaga 
don't count out Tom Izzo. Michigan Good State night. beats North Carolina 71-69. to Your Spartans from way up there in the north, that frigid north. Your Spartans. Your Spartans were Auburn baby. fans, Kyle. I was yeah, speaking to Eagle. the Spartan fans out there. I Again, there's a little bit of respect here because this correlates back to football when we needed them to beat Ohio State to send us to the national title game. So I give them a little bit of respect. I'm just saying. a hot take than Ben's hot take right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Hey, and I picked FSU to lose who should have lost in that national title game. So there you go. Trey Mason should have kneeled on the five-yard line. Thanks, Ain't that the truth. <sighs> okay, that's another story for another day. Uh, we have national titles for Duke. We have national titles for Auburn and national titles for Michigan State. Um, guys, I, I can't say that I'm shocked in some areas, but I, I'm not. I'm also shocked in some other ways too. Uh, um, ben, thank you so much for being nothing more than what you are—a hopelessly, destructively optimistic Auburn fan—and I love everything. We just won the SEC championship. I don't understand how this isn't your pick as well. Because, because that team, because Kyle's getting ready for his Alabama NIT podcast. That's exactly what it's going to be. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I was at Couchville, Alabama. Um, but look, you know, we could slice this up any way we want to. The truth of the matter is, by the time we just get out of the first round, everyone's bracket is going to be such a dumpster fire at that point that we're just going to all want to throw in the towel. Um, I, I'm glad mine's going to be golden. And I hope so. Ben, if you are right, we will be just sitting pretty, smiling. Oh, okay, now I can't even finish that statement because of that. <laughs> um, guys, final thoughts on the tournament. Anything that you're looking for, anything you want to say about the big dance for 2019 to close out the show, we'll start with you, Drew. Excited for Auburn National Championship shirt. So they're going to look really nice. Gosh, I thought he was going to give us something better than that. Ben, your turn. <laughs> Please give me the opposite. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm going to drive to Tumors to roll the trees when we win, man. I, I'm going to do that, too. I believe yeah, in that as well. Yeah, we're just going to all descend on, on uh, Tumors Corner right there with 30,000 people and just you know, and have a good old time. Ben, I will come pick you up because it's not that far for me to pick you up and take you to Tumor's Corner no matter what time of night it is that day if Auburn wins the national title in basketball. You have my Let's do it. Except except you'll be bitter the whole time, Kyle. No, I will not be bitter. (laughs) I will do that, Ben. You have my word. I will pick you up and drive you there and and back that same night if you need me. Do I have to give you gas money? No. The the trip down there is on me. I'm in a college style, baby. This is going to be great. (laughs) All right, folks. Well, whether you want to be hopelessly optimistic like Ben or a little bit more realistic like Drew or just right like me, uh, we would love to hear from you. <laughs> we would love to hear from you about your picks. Put that in the comment section for this episode show notes. Let us know what you think. And most of all, join our bracket challenge if you have not done so. If you're listening when the tournament's already started, you're too late. But hey, there's always next year. There's great prizes that you don't want to miss in this. And I uh, hope we can be a part of that this time. And we're looking forward to a fun, a mad-filled, that was not a word. I was about to say something with madness, but it didn't work. A, a, an insane but fun March Madness. Drew, Ben, thank you so much for being on here. Thank you for being entertaining and logical all at the same time for some of you. Uh, I hope to do this again with you guys in the future. And we'll see if Auburn wins that national championship. Ben, you got a ride to Auburn, my friend. Pearl Jam, let's do it. Thank you, Drew, for being here tonight. Appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, you can always find Kyle on Twitter at Harvey Updike. Oh, gosh. (laughs) 
I hate you two so much. That's going to do it for this episode on the E2C Network. We hope you've left encouraged that your bracket is in way better shape than Ben King's. But let's be honest, we will all be pulling our hair out by the end of this, way before round one's even over anyway, because it wouldn't be a good tournament without just a little bit of madness. A couple of reminders for you. Join our March Madness 2019 Bracket Challenge by signing up on ESPN.com or the Tournament Challenge app and join the group titled E2C Network 2019. That's the letter E, the number 2, the letter C, Network 2019. You can also find links on E2Cnetwork.com, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram accounts. You have until the start of the first game on Thursday, March 21st, 2019, but don't delay and claim your chance for one of the three prizes. A big thank you again to our sponsor for the Bracket Challenge, Anders Bookstore. Whether you're an Auburn student, sports fan, or any other title within the Auburn family, Anders is the place for you to fulfill your orange and blue needs. If you love Auburn, then think Anders. And finally, if you haven't, consider subscribing to Auburn Podcasts by E2C Network. You can find us on all major podcast providers such as Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and even Stitcher. Stay connected with us on social media that was mentioned earlier. Our website is e2cnetwork.com, which is the place to find all our podcasts, blogs, and ways to support the shows. We are so thankful you took the time to listen to this episode and hope you'll stick around for more in the future. We love our E2C Network family, our Auburn family, and plain and simple, we love Auburn. We hope that you do too. War Eagle. <laughs>